sit down, strapped up, ready for a fight. Hustle to the left, hustle to the right. Sit down, stand up, ready for a fight.
Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, anyway, um, I'd hope that there'd be people. There are no people in there yet? Not yet. I don't announce anything. Well, I'm sorry. Um, I did give you the usual few minutes to, to gather if, if you felt like it. But um, I I think what I'm going to do is I, I have some of this on Podbean, but it's not really caught up yet. But I'm thinking about changing over either to Podbean or, you know, doing something, um, you know, and and making it just a little more easy to find and available. Because it's really, people tell me it's, you know, hard to find. And it's been kind of by design. I've sort of you haven't felt that this broadcast was really, um, you know, uh, geared toward any anything to do like with the masses, or it's 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 really been <clears throat> a podcast for for you know misfits and um, people that you know there, there just is no side. You know, there's no side because basically, uh, if you want to look at it that way, um, you know, you have one side of society called like you know liberals or conservatives or you know, or, you know, black and white or, you know, you know, artists and business people or, you know, various group. you know, it's all guilds and groups and circles of shame. Circle of, of, of disrepute, circles of, of idiocy, circles of, of obviously stupidity because whenever you get, you know, a few people together, they get more stupid. Why? I don't know. I guess they feel like because they have numbers, they can do stuff that's stupid. And get away with it. But anyway, this is this podcast is yeah, cue the dog, Trish. Okay, get her barking. Uh, mind you, she has not barked all the way until I started talking. And uh, so what do you think of this verse? Ecclesiastes seven seventeen. Uh be not much over but be not over much wicked, neither be thou foolish. Be not over much wicked, neither be thou foolish. Why shouldest thou die before thy time? Be not thou, be, be, is that interesting? Be not over much wicked, neither be thou foolish. Why should thy die before thy time? Why should you die before your time? Let's try to translate this. Uh, do not be wicked and don't be foolish. Why should you die before your time? If you are wicked and die, if you're foolish and die, you've died before your time. It, it, you know, the implication. Oh, a couple more I pulled here. Trust the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Uh, and this goes, this cuts two ways. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. We ultimately, we are, I am. And most people are not perfect with their temple, with their physical housing. 
their skin suit. And, um, and you, you know, and, and the, the mistake is to think, you know, that it's, that the, the, the skin is the holy thing or the, or the defiled flesh. It's really, you know, the temple is within. And within is I am. And I am is everywhere, everything, all the time, and nowhere. So it's a little bit, you know, but, but let me just continue with my train of thought here. He healeth the broken heart and bindeth up their wounds. Something that God just does. If you call on him, you don't have to, but if you do, you you know, the, t- the tendency is toward healing, not toward destruction. Uh, he healeth the broken heart and bindeth up their wounds. How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? And then I'm going to leave it right there. Now, you wonder why now, these disparate scriptures that seem to have nothing to do with each other, why are they important? Um, the real truth is enigmatic. It's not easily explainable in words. So, the, you know, as we have Jesus talking in parables, we have different stories to try to get at what the truth is, which is usually uh, because you're dealing with duality. You're dealing with duality of, of consciousness, you know, good and evil, light and dark, et cetera, et cetera. And between the two, there really isn't any truth. It's the connection of the two that gives truth. But to connect the two is insanity. You know, it's it, it's dysfunction. It, it's explosion. It's... Uh, um, it's not meant to be, you know what I mean? So, so it's like connecting your battery to your car. If you take a, you know, a, a, uh, you know, <laughs> a big screwdriver, a crowbar or something, connect the positive and negative on your battery in your car, what's going to happen? The battery's going to explode. It's going to, you know, blow up. It's going to melt down. It's going to, you know, have a, a reaction. So, we can't get at that truth because that truth would be to us, to a separate entity body. It'd be called annihilation. You know what I mean? It would be the end of all life. It would be the end of, um, you know, it would be the end of duality, which would be the beginning of, of, of one, but that one would be leaving out multiplicity. And so the, so there you have the... Uh, the conundrum, because we can't understand a thing between two things, t- t- between light and dark. The human mind cannot, because it's a paradox. It's a, um, it's not possible to understand. So we have to go almost into childlike or childhood understanding, you know, that God heals the brokenhearted. The the reason I read that one verse about the temple being holy is because the inversion, anything you do that's good to your temple, okay? Now, the temple can also be the carnal mind, i.e. that hears and sees and reasons as a man is a carnal mind, right? It's a, a, a gross physical mind. And a gross physical mind is going to understand what you can touch, see, and feel, Right, and, you know, I feel bad. Why? Well, the understanding of why is too—it's too deep. 
I can't tell you why I feel bad. I can't tell you why I want to kill myself. I just do. I don't understand why. This is, you know, I can I can lament. I can say, well, I should never have been born here because this is not an, uh, an area. This is not a life that, you know, this is not a thing for me. This is, it's, I was left out of the equation when God created, when God breathed. I was left out of the equation. I was not included in the equation. I don't fit with Satanists because I don't like killing people. So, you know, where do I go since there's only two things? There's God and the devil. There's good and bad. You know, I mean, there may be a million cults and a million assholes. But there's only two things. So where do I? I don't want any assholes. Tired of them trying to take control of my life and tell me what I should think. I don't need any pastors telling me any of their bullshit. I'm sick of that too. I don't need a revival. There's nothing, you know, the the, the point is moot. and always has been and always will be. So where do I fit in your equation of God? Of God, what, could heal me from killing myself? How is that possible? And, you know, no, I have an answer. No, no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm playing the part of, you know, of me in the past and of, of you now. What was the point of the birth in the first place if if it was a waste? Or if if this person, if people would be happy if this person was gone, why not just leave? No point in just being the, you know, the uh, scapegoat here. If that's the case, I don't need to be here. Never wanted to be. And now that I'm here, there's nothing I want that you can offer me. There is nothing in this world I want. I don't want accolades. I don't want a pat on the back. I don't want an attaboy. I don't want uh, a seat at the table. I don't want it. I don't want all your, you know, your, your trophies and your ribbons. I don't want it. I don't want all, all the, all the, all the, all the, uh, you know, but, but, but you see, that's what we have to offer. We give people things to make them think they're advancing when actually they're deteriorating. I know we lie to them. Yes, you lie. You tell them that in every way they're getting better with every day. And in fact, everyone's getting worse every day. And society gets worse every day. And it devolves into now we have psychopathic killers wanting to kill the entire thing. And people are actually so far gone in mind control. They think COVID's a real deal. They think it's all about this COVID getting over disease or getting a somehow getting back to normal when the plan is to kill every last one of these assholes. Why are they assholes? 
Because humanity, without any kind of introspection whatsoever, simply the default position is asshole. They just want self-gratification. Okay, if you like, if you don't mean to say that word, maybe that's just too pat. I could say useless eater. Feeble-minded earth dweller? Uh, Half-wit? You know, and so they see this. We're overpopulated. (laughs) So we kill them all. First, we got to make them commit suicide, as many as we can. So there's your first mistake, suicidal people. You're mind-controlled by your government. Your government wants you to kill yourself. The American government wants as many suicides as possible, as many people you know, driving their cars into parades and killing grandma. They want as many of those as possible. The people that are ruling are so evil that if you don't do something about it, you deserve to die. And don't worry, suicidal people. You'll die soon enough if people do nothing. We either come together as a humanity to survive and overthrow this, uh, you know, this totalitarian uh, uh, plan, which is to kill everybody. It's not to cure a disease. It's, it, it's to do what Australia is doing now, which is to put people into camps, to round people up and put them in the camps, but it's not to sustain them in the camp. The whole point of the camp is to kill them with impunity. You understand, the, the human race is on the, the block to be killed. Millions have died already. Not necessarily of COVID. Some other complications, whatever, you know, COVID may have been a catalyst that triggered their other... Uh, underlying comorbidities, whatever. But I mean, it's uh, it's all been part of the plan to kill you. Therefore, you can't commit suicide because everybody is equally worthless right now. Everybody is equally worthless. The most worthless people in our society are celebrities. We figured out, we've recently, we, we started seeing the illusion break. Have you ever heard of the story of the picture of Dorian Gray? That Dorian would be, you know, young and beautiful, whatever, you know, and, and, and the painting would, would age, right? They would hide the painting so that, you know, there was an exchange made. Well, there's a similar thing that happens to people that, um, you know, you know, basically, are you know, you know, on on. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be nice now. Reflective power. You know, death for power, sex for power, hurting people for power, whatever. Power, power, power. Reflective. It's all reflective unless it's direct. Okay, so. You know, uh, likewise, 
as the picture of Dorian Gray. The people that you, you might notice, you might start looking at pictures now of celebrities without, you know, more and more without makeup, without without that sheen. There's a there's a sheen that goes on people. There's a signature. And, um, you know, if you become, you know, a darling, i.e. you sell your soul to Satan, you know, which is many, many paths to, to that. I mean, too many. And, and, uh, and then there's this thing that takes place, this, um, you know, this change in, in quantum, you know, in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the physical universe that accommodates that decision. And then that person, um, you know, I mean, provided they do, they keep feeding, you know, the monkey, uh, you know, they can, they, they develop what I call the sheen and the signature. And that signature becomes a famous signature, a famous, you know, sheen. There's a star quality that, that occurs with people. And, um, you know, and then when the power wanes, you know, there, they, there's, there's a lackluster quality in them. In other words, when the sheen is gone, they look uglier than the normal human, even though they were like a beauty queen or they were a handsome guy or they were, you know what I mean? And it, it's gone. And it's not makeup. You know, it's, it, it's basically what, the, it's not even them. It's what the public sees. And the public is deluded, always you know, like almost 100% of the public is completely deluded, completely 100% mentally ill. And when I say mentally ill, I mean in in denial, right? The, when when they made the movie The Truman Show, they were talking about every man. They weren't talking about one guy named Truman or one one misfit. They're talking about humanity. You know, when the when you know, when when Melville wrote Bartleby the Scrivener, he's talking about humanity, not one guy that that wouldn't comply with uh, his uh boss at the office you know or when Nathaniel Hawthorne wrote young Goodman Brown he's talking about humanity you know Goodman Brown is a metaphor for you know good man right humanity and so humanity is the fool because they're easily duped into consensus. Consensus, of course, is always, what is it? Hello, Wall Street. What's the consensus? Okay, I'll tell you, Zev. The crowd is always wrong. There you go. Hello. And the crowd is easily duped, right? Easily duped. And you get the crowd to go one way where you make profits the other way, right? Exactly. It's called the inside game. Yes, well, we understand that. I just wanted to... Make sure that humanity out there, if they could hear me, which is a big if, uh, that they would understand. So that, you know, and why does this have to do with suicide? Because it has to do also with fentanyl. It has to do with fentanyl, suicide, overdosing. It even has to do with, with the, the metaverse. The metaverse is suicide. The met Notice how many of you suicidal people out there kind of are tempted by the metaverse. Have you felt it? Yeah. No, no. They're 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 wargaming you. They are a million miles ahead of you. You people who consider yourself spiritually uh, discerning, you're going to be put to the test. These guys are a million light years ahead of you. They're at least, and they're they're not just ahead in thinking in intelligence. 
They're ahead literally in time. They're not occupying the space we're in. And they're the ones dictating our lives, dictating our genocide. So now, that you understand humanity is in the fix, right? Humanity is in the, all humans are in the crosshairs. Because they've collected the seeds. Okay, let's go back to this. Okay, roll it back a few years. When people die, you know, they, they have their, you know, they can be harvested in many ways. I mean, one, you can harvest organs for the living that need a heart or a lung or, you know, something, right? Liver, uh, kidney. And so there's that business, which is very lucrative. Okay. But then there's this other business of harvesting the DNA, the seed, let's say. When, when, when your crop goes fallow, yeah, what are you doing? You harvest the seeds for next year's crop. The same with humanity. Humanity is just like wheat. Humanity is just like, it's like a crop. And the seeds after, you know, a run of, I don't know, several thousand years, 10,000 years, whatever, is ready to be eliminated by the, 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 the real, you know, what we would call evil people, obviously. And they want to harvest the seeds and let the land lie fallow before planting again. I mean, that's that, that's not my thing. You know, that's not what I necessarily believe even. But that's what they believe and they, they live by that. So don't hold me to that. That's just, you know, my observation is they want to harvest. They want to kill all of humanity right now. And they want to harvest the seeds for further planting other worlds, whatever, whatever it is they have in their, in their little bag of tricks. And then it is a bag of tricks. It is it, it is a useless, uh, you know, useless, uh, going even more useless, dumb and dumber at the helm. But that's how, like, you know, the reptilian mind, if you will, that's all they can think of is, uh, you know, conquer, you know, eat, you know, fuck. You know, that's all they can do, right? That's it. They put ribbons. They put, they like epaulets. Right? They like epaulets. Uh, they like little trophies. <laughs> they, like, they like to feel like they're making a difference. And um, so, but I mean, that's what's up right now. You know what I mean? They're coming into this time of saying, okay, that's the end. Now, I have news for everybody. First of all, number one, if you're suicidal and hearing this message right now, you should be feeling pretty damn good. You know? Because you see, now you know it's not your... I know this is like jazz rather than classical, but I mean, let's just go with it. It's not your fault. Look, all people are in the boat you're in, but they have no understanding, yet you have understanding, and they don't. But now they're in the boat with you. That's a big change, sir, mister. Well, if you're younger than I am, you ain't no mister, right? I mean, you're, you're, you're simply, a, you know, if you're younger than I am, you have no right to even be, actually, an old man has no right to commit suicide at all. It's, it's, it's you know, already been scarred up and been through the whole thing, you know, been through the gauntlet. 
No, suicide is best at like, you know, 17, 18, 20. So, so, right? Because it's as, a, as an act of anger, you're taking away that potential from the, you know, that potential gift. Because they're so greedy. All humanity thinks about is greed, 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 greed. And so they give away stuff, become philanthropists to cover their evil deeds of total greed. I mean, look at the trillionaires today. Look at all the money they made off cover. Look at, look at the filthy, filthy, disgusting lucre they got. I mean, and I'm sitting here, but you know, my problem is maybe you could, maybe you could help me. I'm in a rage. I don't care if they kill us all just so I can see it burn in the ground. I mean, that's the kind of anger I have. So that's not much different from you. You know, I I mean, I'm trying to avoid the anger. I really am. I'm admitting it's there, but I mean, I'm pissed. Oh, no, I'm not so pissed. Oh, no, no, not the oligarchs, not the, the Rothschilds and the... Bilderbergers and the you know UN and the various you know uh, uh, I don't know I don't even know I have no respect for these people so I don't know what you call them but whatever they are no no that's not where my anger is it's 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 watching the 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 people cope with the COVID thing that's really pissed me off. I mean, so bad. I'm amazed I haven't just throttled somebody, you know, just punched somebody out of the street just for standing there. You know, I mean, it, it, it's, it's it, it, you know, and the, the, we all predicted, you know, the rise of the psychiatrist, the rise of, here we are again with the, right, instead of the mental hospitals, now we have shelters. You know, but it's all the same thing. Say the wrong thing, it goes on, you, you know, they pick you up, they take you somewhere to torture you, and cut a kidney out or something. That's China, right? China. And um, Americans are, you know, in America and Australia and in Austria and all these places, they're allowing the Chinese system to take over and they're saying, well, we can't fight it, so we might as well learn to get along with it. My friend, you are never going to get along with it. They're going to kill you. And they're going to kill your family. And, you know, I when that day comes, if it does, it will be your fault. And you should have been the one to commit suicide, not this other guy over here who's a gentle soul who has done nothing wrong, really. And, you know, you who have participated, you've even built this thing. You've built a suicide machine that's going to kill us all. And now you're trying to slip under the radar and act like you're being virtuous with your mask. You know, you people have pissed me off to an extent that it's almost unbelievable. And I realize it's because you're stupid. I understand that. And I'm giving slack for that. You weren't educated. You failed to read it. You didn't read any books. You didn't look at any art. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't understand, you know, the different movements, Zen, Renaissance, this, that, the other thing. You didn't understand mythology. You understood nothing. You got none of it. You were uneducated. The education would have helped you. It wouldn't save you, but it would have helped you look in the right direction. Oh, humanity, what are we going to do? 
if we keep going like this, we will all be dead. They will get their way. But, but before you're dead, because of the satanic way of things, it must be degradation first. Always. When you target an individual, or when the Satanists target an individual, which is what the Satanists do, which is, you know, that's why it's, you know, when I say Satanism, I'm also talking about off-world entities who run, you know, like gang, you know, gang stalking and bullying and targeting and, you know, who are running these groups with, 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 you know, with, with, uh, you know, very, with, you know, complete total MK Ultra style mind control. So the public is mind controlled completely, totally, 100% done. Um, techniques that have been used for the mind control have been MK Ultra techniques expanded beyond the individual to the collective. And now the mind control is in the, at the cellular level. At the, at the, at the, you know, uh, I hate to quote from Girl Next, but I think I will. At the biodigital nexus point, i.e. the singularity. Okay. So that whole birth of the singularity and into the hybrid. They want the hybrid because they feel with the hybrid, with, uh, because they have to have biological, they can then exist indefinitely and have eternal life on their terms and still stay in control, which is their main god. Their god is really, you know, well, they all have Satan and they all you know, do this sort of faux worship, but really Satan is themselves. I mean, it's really them as gods is what they're interested. They worship themselves. Now, which you'd have to be stupid. To be a Klaus Schwab, you'd have to be a fucking idiot. All the way, you know, like, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he failed an IQ test. And sometimes in our society, we lift people up to be geniuses who are really dolts. And, you know, it's an unfortunate thing, but, you know, whatever the media is making into a hero, you know, middle finger, please, you know, get out of there, break the programming. You start following these people, they're going to take you right off the cliff. I just watched a, um, no, nah, it's kind of a spirited podcast today, huh? God, I'm feeling better. Yeah, you know, I'm feeling like, you know, now it's time for payback in my own life. I'm feeling like, yeah, you know what? Now it's time to set the record straight. I'm feeling like I'm not going to take any more shit from these people that were saying, I mean, we're all vindicated, you know, here at the Zeph Report, which has been very low key and very few people have followed it. So it's, it, you know, we had a big, a big, you know, we had a big crowd of people around back in the, you know, 2000s up to about 2005. And then I cut the donations off and started tapering it down. And then now we've kind of gone underground. Like we're not on Spotify anymore. We're not. Well, that's their fault. I don't care. You know what I mean? It's like a podcast lives forever out there. So someday, somewhere, if someone needs this, they can find it. That's the way we've gone, kind of in the spirit, rather than, you know, because I've got no interest in, uh, you know, doing commercial uh, broadcasting or, you know, making uh, any money off broadcasting or it's, it's, I, I don't know why I'm here. I think be, partially, uh, it's self-help because I need help. So it's part partially my own therapy, you know, talking to God, talking to, you know, working it out. 
why do I believe God exists? Um, uh, it's not, I don't have any belief that God exists. God exists. It's a little bit, it's not really belief. It's like uh, the chair exists or the the sun exists or something. It's not really, a, you know, it's, it don't, we don't have to restate it. Yeah. Uh, why does the devil oppose Jesus Christ? Because Jesus Christ is king. Because the devil is, you know, Satan is basically in charge of every institution on earth. And there are rules. And there's a hierarchy. And people that don't follow the rules get fucked. Unless you're here as a warring angel. Yeah, because ultimately, you know, this whole thing's going to come down. This whole thing's going to come crashing down, and it can't, and it can't come soon enough. And the reason it's going to come crashing down is because the foundation of this world is based on evil. It will never bear, it will never be able to bear good fruit. That doesn't mean we can't have our jobs here and do what we do. You know, but I think my job here is to disrupt. You know, this doesn't go on and on and on and on. Like the journey, like the journey song, like Steve Perry. It goes on and on, you know, he just, you know, the iconic Steve Perry, now they've, they replaced him in Journey. I don't know if you ever a Journey fan. They replaced Steve Perry with, uh, you know, with a couple of different guys that sing just like him. <laughs> no, I mean that would be the cue, right? There's the door. Get out while you can. Oh, you want to buy in? Come on in. Throw your soul into the circle. Circles of shame. The PTA becomes a circle of shame and enforcing pedophilia among children. But make sure it's not heteronormative. Thank you. And now I want my extra money. Um, yeah, no, what was happening really, you know, in our lives, it, it, you know, in a satanic, you know, background, I guess a satanic family, is that the kids were basically groomed to be sex slaves. And then as they grew up, then they be, they got more responsibility and then they, they became abusers where they turned other kids into sex life. And, but they are preserved. The kids, the really tough time comes with the kids that are in the foster care and orphanages. And, and you know what I mean? Because they're the ones supplied for human sacrifice, for eating. Might as well cut to the chase, cannibalism, of course, their number one sacrament is cannibalism. I mean, you know, did anyone ever want to be a Satanist because they just liked having sex? No, it's power, right? Um, having sex is like kind of eating. You know, you're, they expect you to kill, buddy. And if you're not going to pull your weight, then, you know, you're going to get you know passed over and you're going to be in obscure land. Oh, he just doesn't really understand. That's how cute. You, you live in a horror movie. Worse than any horror movie you could ever imagine or even fathom. 
And it's always been that way. Nothing has changed from the very beginning. It doesn't mean there are people that can't be doing good works, but every work we do, like for example, in in you know my having you know written Girl Next, okay, and backed it up, you know, producing it, okay. What am I doing there? It's a disruptive piece. It's it's there to disrupt. It also is a prophetic piece. It shows people what what you know in a subtle way, plant seeds about where we are, where we're headed, you know. That's not the purpose of it, but that's how it came out. In other words, I'm being used to do something that I feel is good because the disruptive is more... Look, you get a lot more with disruptive than you will with preaching, okay? You got to meet the world on the world's terms. The world's not going to, you know... See, the thing with with Christianity and religion, it's like over here, sequestered over here, safe. It's got a little ring around it, you know, of, of uh, you know, of, of you know, insulation so that no one's going to be bothered if they start talking about the end times or the book of Revelation or the, you know, or the follow Jesus around or the lessons or the parables. Or, it's not going to bother anybody over here. It's when the truth comes into the sphere of actual reality that it does damage. Uh, I'm hearing this plane now and I'm thinking, tell the people about nuclear war. Yeah, well, that's another thing that's up right now. And it, it's the kind of thing that you'd wake up in the morning and be, oh, there's a new, you know, you know welcome to death. And that could happen. I'm not saying it will, but it's something. It, if you know, I believe in prayer, and the reason I believe in prayer so much is because I believe in quantum physics. Say, in fact, this uh, device I have that I have to really learn. It's a. It's a. I have a device that's a quantum device. No, you're not getting me. You're not understanding. The world, okay, let's, let's, let's start over again, okay? I, I, and I've, please forgive me for being obscure or, you know, whatever. I've, I've gone through some changes here lately. Maybe it's, that's the problem. I, I, um, okay. The world has not changed. The world's always been like the shitty world that you see now. You know, was there in 1965 and 1945 and, you know, 1825, whatever. It's always been what it is. And so, you know, the mistake people make, and this is, again, goes to suicide. They keep thinking, I want the good old days back. When it used to be like this, it used to be like that. No, brother, it's not like that. It never was like that. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Well, you know, it never was that way. It's always been the way it is with this mind control aspect to make people feel good about themselves. To feel like they're, you know, they won the race, they won the Olympics, they 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 cured cancer, they did this, they did that, when in actuality, big pharma, as you know. Let's just take this as an example. 
Big Pharma is not here to cure cancer. They're here to sell you drugs and to sell you stuff. They're here to keep you sick so they can keep selling you drugs. If you if you get well, you don't need their drugs, and then they go out of business. So, you see, that's what I mean. It just is that way on every level. It just is that way. We have been sold a bill of goods that it's better than that and that it's got purpose and life and it's wonderful and, and all those things. And, yes, there's a lot of wonderful things. So I love the ocean and I love watching kids surf. I used to be one of those kids surfing, you know, I, so I really dig it. I, you know, I'm sad that I'm not there. No, I, but I recognize my body's getting older and I'll be gone pretty soon. Look, you know, please understand, you know, no one's trying to do anything here. Do you No one's selling anything here. We're just trying to get down to it. Okay. There's nothing to sell. There's nothing to buy. There's no donation to give. There's nothing. It's all free. We're just trying to get down to it. Look. So people, you know, so so when we are praying to be of good use to the Lord, of you know, to be, say, to have a, you know, a company that uh, does something or, uh, you know, go make a movie or you go try to cure cancer, you do in earnest or doing things, you know, you're being, you're, 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 the attempt to do good in society and to make contributions to society, you know, God allows for that. You know, I mean, he's the designer ultimately of this what I could only call a simulation, you know, which is a popular theory nowadays, but I think I was calling it that before other people were. They've copied me. But anyway, um, you know, that that it, it's a, a simulation that's been set up by, you know, you know uh, non-human entities or whatever that, that we live in. But it's also sanctioned by God. Ultimately, you say, well, why would Creator put us through this this gauntlet, and, I, and and again, that's another complicated question that goes to free will. You know, free will is not something understood, you know, in this world. And, you know, so it's it's really hard to justify your being here. You say, well, I had free will, I wouldn't choose to come here, but but you did. I mean, in, in a sense, you did. You know what I mean? You, you, you do have that responsibility. But before I get so convoluted, we get, you know, lost. The world's always been the way it is. That doesn't stop people from making their contributions to the world, having, you know, uh, and, and doing things that make people feel good or, or that, that help people or that, that uh, you know, that, that have a, you know, like I say, legitimate contribution. That doesn't stop any of that from going on. It's just that people tend to forget that, you know, you're still in the same world. You have to get out of here ultimately is the point. No matter how many contributions you make, this is not permanent. It's over almost. You know, you're out of here. You know, and so this idea of having this life, the life is fleeting also. The other aspect of it is we're all on a timer and life is fleeting, you know, and before you know it, you're old. Before you know it, you're dead. So, you know, you, you make yourself of good use, as you can, I just, I don't even know what to do. So I ask the Lord, well, what, what, which way, where, you know, which way. And the reason that I like doing that is because that's, it helps me to, you know, um, you know, do things that are not fruitless. You know, that, that choose, you know, activities that might help in some way. But I, I see, I don't see any way for this world to be helped with, 
you know, with this, you know, I, I see this guy, you know, you know, these guys doing their, their churches and their tent revivals and their different things. I don't, I see that as, you know, being, you know, fruitful in a smaller context, but I don't see anything like that saving the world. We're going to have a big revival. Every knee will bow and the world will be saved by Jesus. I don't see that happening, you know, necessarily. I think, um, you know, God works in mysterious ways. And I think there's, there's that if we can focus on the idea that Jesus is truth and truth is Jesus, that physical equation, if we can understand that a little bit better, then we'd understand how God is working throughout the whole world to bring truth to the fore. Truth is always struggling. To, have you ever noticed that truth, which is really Jesus in disguise, did you ever notice that truth is always trying to get out? It's always trying to find a way out into the light. It's just like a, it takes a massive force to blot out the light, doesn't it? So, and the other thing, the other thing I tell you, in the end, this will be not just disrupted. This the system will be, and I promise you this, this system will be burnt to the ground. It will be destroyed. So everything everyone's complaining about in their own little carnal idiocies will all be taken care of as well, including themselves, who is also corrupt. It will all be leveled. And, it, and it's time. It will all be ended. And, you know, the, there will be a new heaven. The, the world will be burnt up. It will be just burnt up along with the stars, the moon, the sun. Everything will be just like a supernova explosion of, of heat and, and fire. And then there'll be a new heaven, a new earth, a new thing. There'll, there'll be, um, you know, the temple of God will, will reside with men. Oddly enough, the temple of God will be a man. And see, if you take it from the Satanist point of view, the apotheosis is everything, right? The ultimate, you know, goal of masonry, once one gets to the 33rd degree, is apotheosis, to become a divine being, a divine eternal being in real time, in, with consciousness intact, even memory intact. Okay, and then, of course, scientists use cloning, and they have, you know, they've already made a whole bunch of hybrids, chimeras. They made all the aliens, so they got the aliens ready to go now, roll those out. They've got it all set, because they're ahead in time. See, it's like if you have, you know, you have, like, this, this ant farm, and we're in it, and then you have these people thinking they're in charge of the ant farm. Then you have another ant farm that they're in, and someone else is in charge of that ant farm. And you have another ant farm that they're in. And they're in charge of another ant farm. And ultimately, at the very top of this whole pyramid of ant farms, you have the Lord, which is, you know, basically going to have his way. And, or, you know, it's, it, it's just going to be that way. Or, or there will be no way. It just is that way. And it's mysterious as to why. The one thing I have learned in this life, though, is that this physical life, is not as important as we make it. You know, we make it really important. It's like, it's the all-important dramatic thing. But it's not that important. And, you know, so that's one thing. Um, you know what I mean? We, we, we do not love our lives unto death. We would, we, the greatest thing one could do for his friend is to lay down his life for his friend. 
right? You learn that in combat, like in 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 in, in uh, war. Uh, and then and then you learn that that's a that's a truth. That's a, that's a that's a true saying. And if our lives were so precious, we wouldn't do that for one another. And of course, you know that that would be the height of arrogance and the height of stupidity, since the bodies are going to wear out anyway. You see. So if it's not about the body, if it's not about um, eternal life on Earth, which it's not, if it's not about Disneyland on Earth, which of course it isn't, right? We are not here. We, well, we we are here to pursue our dreams and our programming, and some of that programming comes from God. Like you have a destiny in this world, and God has imprinted that on you, and you're being you know led through that destiny, and the world makes way for that destiny. I think the destiny today of people is, uh, you know, obviously to band together to survive, but I don't see that happening in in a way that would actually help us survive. So I'm very, very frustrated with that. So that's going to be tainting my talk a little bit today. But I mean, ultimately, I still have, you know, nothing changes here. The same cosmology, the same, same, uh, you know, sort of, you know, non-hierarchical hierarchy uh, is, 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 you know, rules over us all. And, you know, ultimately, if we could cut through all the red tape and cut through all the mind control programming, the MK Ultra, the and all the distractions, you know, we can go to the, you know, to the source and just drop the rest of it behind and just say, lead me, Lord. Doesn't matter really even what you do, you know, but, but of course you'll do something, but whatever I do, let's say I have something to do, I, 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 I'm not going to say, in the name of something to do, please help me do that thing I have to do because i got to do it well so I can get a trophy on the wall. I mean, that sounds ridiculous. Now, a lot of people sell out for stuff like that because they're just desperate to be stars. They're just desperate to have, you know, to make it, to quote, unquote, air quotes on steroids, to make it. And if we don't make it, then we have produced an entire generation of suicidal people who didn't make it. Oh, no. And they're so upset. They feel so inferior. They, they, they Coupled with abuse, they just feel like they shouldn't be here. And they're depressed because of it. And they also feel that they're targeted and bullied. That people pick on them, where the the good people get to go and go far, and, the, and they didn't mean any harm to anybody. They're just trying to stay out of the way at this point. And even that isn't possible. They come after them even then, trying to ruin their day and make them feel bad about themselves. So. What do you do in that situation? Well, number one, okay, please. Number one, you're not programmed properly. You're ahead of everyone. And they see you behind because they're ignorant. Totally ignorant. I mean, insanely ignorant. Insanely stupid. So because of them being stupid, even if the world lifts them up as successful, they're going to point at you and scapegoat you. 
you who probably understands everything far better than any of them do. But yet you will be paying the price because you can see. When you can see, they don't want you. They don't want, they just want ignorant people who talk about the weather while they're doing, you know, while they're raping children or whatever. You know what I mean? That's, that's the mentality they have. You can see them going at it, right? Talking about their golf swing while they're raping a kid. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I, that's for, I, I, I said that as a comedic. I'm sorry to be so gross, but I mean, you understand, right? That they, that they are concerned more with the golf swing that you know, doing their 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 their, their uh, you know sort of uh, you know defiled acts of evil is really just a means to get to that golf game and have that airplane or whatever. It's just horrible. You know, when you peel back the onion, you realize this is hell. We've all lived in hell. We've been living in hell forever. We keep trying to make it nice, like. Remember when we were kids, we used to go, you know, like now it's like we used to go to the movie theaters. And well, you can go to the movie theater all you want, but they play the movies now on day one. They play it on the uh, on the TV the same day they're putting it out in the theater. You know, the digital of the subscription has outdone the movie theaters. And I predict that these movie theaters are going to dry up because the digital is winning the race. Well, they're making money right now. We'll see. Uh, I liked the movies because I was very depressed and suicidal in my youth, and there was never a respite. There was never a day that wasn't, you know, completely horrible. And so I'd go to the movies, and that helped. That was like my therapy. Sometimes I'd go to a movie just ready, you know, and then, then I'd feel like not giving up afterwards. Sometimes I'd go and feel worse. When I say feel bad, what do I mean? I mean feeling like, you know, you're just not really belong here on, on this wonderful earth with these wonderful people. And you just don't really, you know, you just, you, you look at them and, and you, you know, you, you, you realize they could not possibly even begin to understand anything about anything, not just you, you know, I mean, you're not that narcissistic. We had, we're, we're, if you're so narcissistic, you need people to actually, you know, understand you. Well, now you're in a double suicide game because, you see, then then you really want to die because no one's going to take the time to understand you, number one. But then again, it's they, believe me, it doesn't even occur to them to try and understand you, you know, other than how they can manipulate you, how they can target you, how they can make you do what they want you to do, which is basically, you know, pick, you know, one of five depraved things. And, you know, they would like you to, you know, be a trained seal and, you know, it, it, you, you know, be a willing slave. And one day you'll get your shot. You know, that's the way they operate. And then, then you, you know, you get your shot, then you get to be a, you know, a, a slime boss. And uh, you can then, you know, abuse people and tell them what to do, and, you know, with impunity. Looks like, you know, a good example of that would have been Alec Baldwin. Now, Alec Baldwin, I mean, there is a classic. There, there, is, there, is, there is a classic entitled authoritarian, um, coddled, satanic thug. 
Okay? Complete, perfect example of what we're talking about. Just beautiful. He gets here in New Mexico, which is basically his foolishness. He thinks, see, New Mexico is cursed. Not for me, it's not. But for people in general, it is. That's why we have almost no population. And I'll tell you what the curse is. No, I'm going to let you in on the, the, the whole thing. You know, my buddy over there in Cerritos, he knows what I'm talking about. Anyway, the people, and, and also in town, you know, people in town, I know, they, uh, you know, what works outside New Mexico fails in New Mexico. What works in New Mexico fails outside New Mexico. And that's the curse. I don't know whether it's an old Indian curse or, you know, whatever, but that's the curse of, it's, <laughs> uh, you talk to people around here, they'll tell you it's it's a it's a true thing. And and um it's uh he said, Well, what do you do to get over that? First of all, you don't come in here like some arrogant pig like Baldwin and start throwing your weight around. You know, the, the this New Mexico doesn't respect that at all. And I think this is something Hollywood needs to kind of learn. You you, you know. The, the, where, where he was filming, you know, here, you know, um, in my neck of the woods and then out in, uh, you know, Galisteo area, which is also sacred land, you know what I mean? It was Anasazi sacred land. And it's a big deal. And, and there are things that you may not believe. You know, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of spiritual darkness in New Mexico. And there's a lot of light, but there's a lot of fake light. And, you know, there's a lot of practitioners of the occult and, and witchcraft and sorcery. And, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's a haven for all that. And, uh... <laughs> I'm just thinking back at some of the contests Trish and I have had with, with witches around here. Remember that hailstorm, Trish? Yeah. That was something. Well, we don't fight, you know, witch. You know, they there are witches who try to control. My mother was a, a, a witch, big time, and you know, it was all about controlling people. You know, the whole her whole thing was control. Control, control, control. And when something wouldn't wouldn't obey, it's like kill, kill, kill. You know what I mean? It's like that. If it, you know, what do you think all the witch, all the, the rise of witchcraft in the United States, and everybody, you know, putting a, uh, you know, uh, uh, they said we're putting a binding curse on Trump. No, they weren't. Every witch in the United States put a death curse on Trump. You know, they went as far and as hardcore as they could. And it worked. I'm just saying, you know, let's... I don't, I don't expect honesty. I'm just, you know... Come on, if you could see in the spirit, you knew they weren't doing a, a binding curse to, like, you know, just kind of gently save him from winning. It, you know, save us from him winning. In other words, Trump being the entire problem, which, of course, if you thought that, your IQ is probably about 70 maybe 50. You don't understand. 
And that you're beginning to now. You're beginning to understand now. And when you're dying and you're on your deathbed, you will, right before you die, you're going to understand. And you're going to go, God, I've been a fool. I wasted my whole life. But please, in that same lament, will you please include, Lord, I've screwed everything up, but if you're there, if you're for real, please take me. And, oh, well, be arrogant. Go ahead and be arrogant. No, no, you win. You win, right? You're as if you never were. You win. You win. You won. You beat us. You beat everything. You won, but you didn't ever happen. You won, but you never existed. You won, but you never thought. You won, but you never knew. You won, but nothing ever happened. There was no mother. There was no father. You see? And therein lies your uh, eternal problem. You never existed. And that's the thing that scares people on their deathbed. To finally know the truth. They never existed. They never mattered. They never were. Please understand that. This whole thing that's going on here is a fight to exist. Even Shakespeare knew that. Even the great philosophers, all the way back to the early mystics of the Greeks, understood that. Even Descartes understood that. The old argument the ontology of being. It never really set well with people that call themselves atheists because atheist means denial of God that you know exists. <laughs> well, you can't deny God unless you affirm God, can you? Not really. And it isn't the denial part of the power of the occult. And isn't the occult power what rules this world, but not us, but these big lizard-like sorcerers that control it all, right? Because they know best, of course. Even I feel like I'm coming into another cycle, like I've, like I've already lived one life and here's my second life to show how it's the same for everyone. The point I'm trying to make here is this. You can't commit suicide. You can do, do anything else. Find a way to, to, to just blot out time and find a way to suffer less, but you can't commit suicide. Because, you see, you don't have the right to that negation. And we can go back to my original scripture. Well, not mine, but, you know, one that I had chosen to read to you. Be not much, be not over much wicked, neither be thou foolish. Why shouldest thou die before thy time? Because the real thing about free will is you find out that every soul has a purpose. Given some kind of purpose. 
Now you can be mad at God and say, I don't want your purpose. But then, you know, you don't know what it is. You know, it's every, everything has a purpose. I mean, every soul, everything, everything has a every every molecule has a purpose. So why should you die before your time? And you say, well, because I'm angry and I don't believe in this and I think you're an idiot and I don't want any part of it. Okay, well, but you don't, you can't do the negation is my point from a second ago. You cannot negate it because you don't have the authority. You don't have the right. So the consequences of that would be terrible and probably not what you're looking for. You know, so, so you can't kill yourself because you're not negating anything. And so I would say that you, 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 the moment you kill yourself, you'll be living on in some other nightmare somewhere. That's a guess. You know what I mean? A, a worse than this thing that, that you're complaining about. When in actuality, you are first in cognition, meaning, you know, uh, dividing the truth. First in understanding about what this is and who they are that uh, are the controllers underneath other controllers that you can't see. That the physics of this place is always shifting around and therefore not constant, therefore not reliable. That, um, you know, that there is a, a, that there is good and evil in the world and there is a, a purpose for truth and truth usually yields good, even though it may be painful. And that, you know, you can see they're trying to, whatever they're trying to block, that that the opposite, which is you, the truth, uh, is going to have a way to come forth in some way, shape, or fashion, even if you don't think you're... And, and also the other thing is, what you think about yourself is irrelevant. What you think about this world is irrelevant. The fact is, you are a being, and you're put there, and you you are there because you you what you really are is a witness. You understand everything pretty much, and that's why you want to kill yourself. But you're also a witness, and as a witness, that's a very powerful position. It's like a prophet, and so you're not understanding who you are because of the programming, and because of the confusion, and because of all that, you just want to check out because you don't approve of it, but. You see the absurdity of that now, right? It's just like when Rick Fry told me, you know, the, my old society writing partner, he told me, you can't kill yourself. And when I, had, I had a shotgun basically against my head. And, and uh, I'm not sure where we were in society. I was about 30 years old. I'm not sure where we were in the whole thing. But I mean, he told me, you know, you're over 30 or you're 30. You can't kill yourself. You blew your time. Your timetable was, you know, you should have done it 10 years ago. And I just started kind of laughing at that. I went down to the hospital. I gave him the shotgun. I said, you know, I really, you know, I walk in with a shotgun. Everyone's like, oh my God, he's going to, you know, I hand it to the attendant. You know, the police are there pretty soon. And then they, 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 they locked me away. And I said, yeah, I, I going through a divorce, wife left, taking everything I've got and you know, telling the court that I'm completely psycho, you know, character assassinating me in the court, just every other thing. 
And uh, so my knee-jerk reaction was to just go kill myself, you know, get out of the way. You know, these people, they all have a much better life plan. I'm a piece of shit, so I should just... But it turns out I wasn't really the piece of shit in, in terms of sh real definition of shit, which is, you know, what usually selfishness, evil, right? The, the, the enjoyment of hurting people, no empathy. Isn't that what shit is? Whereas goodness would be, uh, you know, wholeness would be caring about other people, not being selfish, uh, you know, striving to be a, a force of good in a world of evil, you know, being a light rather than a dark darkness and the light, you know, being a light rather than than continue darkness, you know, uh, being a disruptor rather than... See, you buy the propaganda that you're evil, that you're bad, but they're just calling you what they are. What they're doing, they're accusing you of doing. What they're, what they're calling you what they are. You're not any of those things. If you're simply standing against the system... Even if you're, you know, not working, not doing anything, and you're just like there, standing there, and maybe they call you a bum or something, you are doing a great service. You just, you're not hooked up communication-wise. You're not getting your attaboys or your kudos. You're not getting any of that because you're cut off by the mind control that they have put on you, so that you could not communicate with your source, the Father. The Lord. That's why Jesus is truth. As well as the cross, as well as the blood. There's power in the blood. What kind of power does the blood of Christ have? Direct. What kind of blood, what kind of power does Satan have? Reflective or indirect. Okay. I rest my case. You know, that's check and made, Bubba. Sorry. You lose. And as I say to you folks, you know, they lose. Because souls that are not intact, who have given their souls away, who have lost their souls, whatever, this is it for them. It's over. It's game over already. They're already... Listen, in their own private circles, they call themselves the dead. And they laugh about it. They, they, they feel superior to everyone we're the dead. We're the coddled dead. We, we get what we want. We're satisfied. It reminds me of that Yes song. Uh, I look at all the... No. I look at all the good, uh, good people. Look at all the good people so satisfied. I'm on my way. Da, da, da. Don't surround yourself with yourself. Turn on back to squares. Send that instant karma to me. Nod, nod, wink, wink. Initial it with loving care. <laughs> Yourself. Ah. Oh, well, those lyrics are so hard to understand. I got, what do you think they mean by that? You cannot expect people who dabble in the occult, to know anything, even if they're rock stars, being given the lyrics by the King Lizard. <laughs> because truth cuts, 
Truth slays. Truth wins. And that's the end of it. You get to decide what side you're on. But I will take direct over reflective every time. And one reason for that is, look, they built an entire world out of reflective power. Entire world. That doesn't mean there aren't good things here. You know, people have tried to do good things and grow good, good fruit out of a corrupt tree. But basically, it's been corrupt from the beginning. From the fall of Adam to the killing of Abel and on. You know, to the flood, to to the uh, to the various uh, to the to the to the killing of the of the children of the golden calf. It's always been just one thing: reflective versus direct. The direct power always won throughout history. The indirect always loses. Maybe not in the short term but in the long term of things, because the direct becomes irrelevant. I mean, the indirect becomes irrelevant. It becomes irrelevant because it never existed. In the ultimate ontological scheme of things, it did not exist. How could God let that stuff happen? Because it's not happening, because what you're seeing is a simulation. So if, now, I tried to kill myself. At one time, I was set up, you know, many times. In fact, almost all the times I did, I was set up to do it. I was pushed into it. You know, like one time I was given a lot of LSD to remove, my, you know, to, to use for programming. And it was just, you know, they used that and then they then they gave me phenobarbital and told me to kill myself. And I'm like, okay, you know, program. And I almost died. I went into a coma for a month and my heart stopped for two for twenty minutes at one point, but I but I kept going. I somehow survived it. But that was a hit, that was a professional hit, and it was done on purpose. But it was done to make me think I was sick. I did it. When it was others when I was a whole realm, a whole host of others involved in it. Why did they do that? Because, um, because I understood the, uh, you know, that there was Satanism. Because I understood that there they were all pedophiles. Because I understood that they kill babies and you know and on and on because they lie at the grand jury because they have people killed that are in the way because they're just one big mafia and that's really the way you have to talk about it. I mean, this idea of there's satanic ritual abuse in the military somewhere. Oh, really? Where? Let's get Geraldo to investigate. <laughs> Doesn't exist. So I just say, well, maybe it doesn't exist. You know, maybe it doesn't exist in this plane, but I can tell you one thing, the people that participate in it, 
are worthless. And let me let me make it even stronger for you. You people that hurt and kill children, you're already done. You're not going to exist. Everything you've done is as if it never happened. That's the one thing that God hates, you know, almost more than anything else, is harming of children, many of whom commit suicide. They go, oh, look, the children like their, their genitals being rubbed. And then, of course, the suicides are never accounted for. The ones who remain prove that it's fun and good. These people making these recommendations... They're already dead, okay? You don't need to put a bullet in their head. That would be a waste of a bullet. They're already dead. When you hear it coming out of the UN or some, you know, out of you know, some government somewhere that it's good for people, it's good for kids, they're, they're really pushing it now because they're teaching it in the classroom. Well, they teach, you know, boy on boy, man on man, you know, girl on girl, you know, you know, lesbianism, gayness, whatever anything but heteronormative, but it, the, there's another part to it, is they really want these kids to get in the car, you know, especially the boys, to get in the car with that, that, that man there waiting in the same lineup as the parents picking up the kids. Well, he'll take you home. And, uh, you know, the reason they want to do that is because it's, it's the same thing as taking the jab. They want to get everyone hooked up by... Uh, you know, by eight, let's say eight years old, and then, you know, beyond that, then they have complete control, control grid. Using mind control with sex power to get behavioral results, which is mindless drones doing whatever they're told. Okay? And then the ones who wake up want to commit suicide. Correct? No, I, you, you know, it's true. People get sexualized. We were all, you know, buggered and you know, tormented and abused by adults. And, and what happens, we got sexualized. And um, basically, you know, it became like a dirty thing or, you know, it had power of being, you know, uh, shameful and whatever, you know, because it was all hidden and this and that. But then the expectation, of course, is to, to you know, go along for life. And, and you know, and then your big initiation into it is to realize it's not about sex; it's about blood. And once you get to that point, boy, girl, then you really understand. It's about killing, and that's all it's about. That's the end of the rabbit hole. That's it. That's the matrix, the rabbit hole, whatever you want to call it. Well, you could go on and say, you know, trap forever, as if you never were, uh, dead people, dead cult, Hades, whatever, you know, you could go on and on with metaphors. But I mean, you know, death is, you know, the idea of, you know, uh, spilling blood of innocence. It's kind of like the Holy Grail. And everyone knows that on some level. They just can't admit it to themselves that this whole thing is about, this entire thing you see on Earth right now is about this. Same thing, it's about the bloodletting, i.e. degradation first. 
lying to everybody first, getting them to comply with lockdown. Look, look, look how many. Look how many are complying with it. They think the COVID's a real thing and the fact, oh, I got to get the vax to prove to people I'm a good guy. And look at all the celebrities who are getting fake, you know, like, like saline solution rather than vaccines because they know it'll kill them. Oh, it may not kill you now. It may be, you know, cancer will end your life 20 years before it should, but it's, it's loaded. It's laced. But that's not the end of it. This is just, you know, you know, nine boosters a year. You know, Fauci is talking about, you know, you know, giving kids down to six months of age now, uh, you, you know, vaccines and boosters. What do you think it's about? And look at all the compliant people who I understand are stupid. I understand they're just dumb sheep, right? It's time for those sheep to go to the slaughter. I understand that. But these people have made, you know, those people didn't start off dumb. They wanted to belong to society. They wanted to be part of things. They didn't want to be like that suicidal guy over there, that, that uh, you know, that, that, that loader weirdo over there sitting on the, you know, nobody wants to be with. They wanted to be wanted and they wanted to be successful. And here was a way to be successful. Here was a way to succeed. So now they think that the jab is just like, you know, satanic initiation. They think if they do it, they will be initiated into the inner circle where they'll be able to, you know, stay in the winner's circle. That's what they think, ladies and gentlemen. And you must forgive my wild way of speaking, and, and I'm sorry if I've offended you. I, I, I don't want to offend anyone, but I, I can't just kowtow to the way things are or the way things are presented these days. They're so gentle, nothing will ever change. They're so, you know, they're, you know it's like Charmin tissue. You know, they're so gentle, they don't want to offend anyone. They don't want to get banned. Ban me. Ban me. They well, they banned uh, listeners. They 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 cut them off at seventy five hundred on Spreaker. But you know, we had lots and lots on YouTube, and they started taking down all my stuff. So I had to leave YouTube, and then Podbean. They haven't really bothered with me, but they've they've got me pretty well shadow banned. People can't see me wherever I am. I'm you know they've tried to make me invisible through electronic means. You know, email, IP address, etc. Well, they figure maybe two percent of the population will ever even be able to figure out what I'm talking about. You know, at best, so they don't worry because they're figuring. Well, we've dumbed them down so much they can't possibly listen to anything that has to do with, you know, any of this stuff because it takes brain power and. Uh, Brain power has been sapped by the by the smartphone, by Facebook, by Instagram, by Snapchat, by TikTok, or whatever, whatever the newest you know distraction is. So these people have no time to think; they're doing everything in human terms. Let's let's say, hey, let's let's on TikTok. Everybody everybody's famous for fifteen seconds. Andy Warhol was wrong. You know, it wasn't fifteen minutes; fifteen seconds. It's 15 seconds to fame, man. So they're so busy with that, trying to be famous on TikTok, trying to make money out of it, 
that uh, they that they forget, you know, to 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 the basic the basic, uh, you know, thing. Now they say, well, why are, did you make a movie do something worldly like that? And the answer is, I think, um, you know, somebody prophesied that I would I'd probably lose my 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 Zeph report audience if I made a movie, especially if I did it without you know bowing down to the Christian ethos. And um, you know what I mean? So, uh, so I guess I did it to lose my audience. That was the reason. I guess I did it to uh, alienate the audience who either because they're 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 mad or you know I was supposed to leave that. I, I think, you know, at first the reason was because my daughter committed suicide. Okay. You got no no, I'm 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 the big suicidal victim here, but my daughter really she took it one step further. She jumped off that bridge. Man, I don't know how many people have the courage to do that. She jumped off that bridge to the rocks below, my God, in Tuscany, in Italy. Yeah. Oh, we talked a lot about it. She told me she was going to kill herself. I believed her. I was just trying to talk her down, but I can't over-talk, uh, you know, Zoloft. I can't, I can't compete with psychiatrists giving her drugs. That's what set her over the edge. That same thing said Tony Scott. Tony Scott jumped off a bridge. She would never jump off a bridge. Probably Tony Scott, the great director, he would never jump off a bridge. He jumped off a bridge in L.A. Same thing, exact same thing as Francesca. Exactly the same thing. With no no real, I mean, yes, Francesca was suicidal. That's why she was going to the doctor. And, of course, all the doctor did was speed it up. You know, but she knew my views on pharmacia, you know, big pharma, um, you know, drugs, sorcery. You know, basically drugs are sorcery. They're, they're called pharmacia. Pharmacia means sorcery in Greek. Okay. <laughs> then there were people, you know, demonic people gaslighting me. Trying to say I did it. I was the one that rooted for her to die and you know, get you, Z. Uh, take your soul and all that. These people are fucking losers, and you know, it, it, they ought to just. Those are people that should have already committed suicide, but because they're so cowardly, they can't pull the trigger. Well, there is an aspect of cowardice. If you don't know anything else, and it just becomes, do you have the courage to do it or not? Then you know, then it becomes a courage thing. But it, you know. I'm not talking, I'm talking the deep meaning of being and being alive. It's not the same argument. But yes, there is a certain amount of courage, of course. I passed the test when I went into a coma and my heart stopped. I didn't have phenobarbital to kill 10 people. You know, and then I realized when I survived it, never to do it again. Now, I did do that shotgun. I did get close a few times, but then I, 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 I stopped it. When I finally ran smack into the Lord, I eat direct power. Right? When I came to know that there were warring angels 
on, you know, who are friends with me somewhere. I mean, I can't see them, but I mean, I think they're there. When I came to understand the idea of the odds of my life being alive right now are about slim and none anyway, that proved God to me, you know, that I exist, which I shouldn't. I was telling this guy some of this story. Um, I'm probably going to be elaborating on this a little bit, but I'm going to be doing a, you know, a documentary about... Uh, about how society, the movie, came to be, how I came to write it, and what happened there, and you know what—it's a very peculiar story. It involves some of this stuff, but it's not—it's not like the Zeff report. You know, what I mean, they—if they want to know more about me, they could go to the Zeff report and they could listen up and and you know maybe try to understand a little better. You know, the way things work around here. Most reject it, though. Just so you know, most reject the Zeff report if, if, with and are extremely angry having even paid 10 minutes to it. You know, it's like, wow, I'm so sorry to disturb your sleep. Please go back to sleep, you know, and start thinking of, you know, of, of, of sheep, you know, jumping over the moon or something. You know, start counting sheep. That's right. See, that's your language. As Ted Nugent said to somebody, I speak in your language. Bah, bah. <laughs> anyway, now, but uh, you know about how it came to because it's very interesting about mind control and MK Ultra and mind control techniques. You know, making it so that when I wrote the actual screenplay, I was under. You know, I didn't know that it was fiction that that I had been controlled to to believe that all this stuff was that I was sick. You know, then then finally, at uh, you know, at a phone call, somebody that was a direct witness, he calls me and says, uh, "Yeah, everything you wrote was true." That I flipped out, but that I but I brought it back. That I got back into mind control again and rejected the phone call, rejected anything, and went back to you know the the uh, society was fiction. You know, people don't behave that way. There's nothing like that out there. No, no, there's no such thing as Satanism. No, no such thing as families, and you know, you know. But but here's the even bigger part of the conspiracy: the idea that little people make it happen, shopkeeps, and you know, policemen, and you know, the gardener, the maids. If you want to know more about that in a very sarcastic, funny way, read Glass Backwards. I don't know if that'll be a movie in my lifetime, but somebody is going to make that into a movie. It might be Larry, and it's going to end up being um, probably Larry. It's going to end up being, uh, you know how Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was this love letter to Hollywood by Quentin Tarantino? This would be the exact opposite. (laughs) This is a big middle finger to Hollywood. And I imagine at some point... Maybe after the documentary, there'd be some interest in that. I, I don't know what constitutes interest. I don't know. You know, I. Well, why are you doing it then? I, I don't know. I'm doing it to lose listeners so that people don't listen to me on the Zeff report. Someone prophesied that over me and said, as soon as you do this movie, they're going to, even if you're doing it because you're bored, or you want to have something to do, i.e., make a movie, which is 
very dicey thing because I mean it's you know you getting your money back is very difficult. It's it's all very difficult. Everything's difficult. It's just very difficult. Not impossible. I mean, you know, no regrets. I mean, it's it's all fine, but people think it's so glamorous and it's so easy. It is not, and and most films fail. I wonder if people know that. You got to figure that out before you get jealous, though. <laughs> jealous. <laughs> I wouldn't be jealous of anybody involved in that. But, you know, people like movies. So, yeah, why did you do that? So I could lose, she goes, you know, and, and because you decide to do it, you're going to lose all your listeners. Well, I certainly lost her and a bunch of people like her and lost YouTube where most of them were. But people were gaslighting me on YouTube too. You know, I had to get out of there. People were coming in and saying, you need to go to the doctor, you know, because you hear voices. You know what I mean? And those voices are not, you hear things. You sound like my schizophrenic, you know, uh, father or brother or something. And um, so they were circling in, you know, with that. Because you have visions, you know, you have, you hear things. I hear dialogue sometimes. I hear things that are answers to questions. And sometimes I see things and I hear things and I sense things. And they're all outside the uh, realm of normal human experience. And so right there, you can be labeled either sick or a visionary. You know, I mean, it just depends, you know, who you're offending is what determines your outcome. But one thing to make sure you understand is that the truth will always be reviled. Barabbas will always be the one they want to let go. The guy that ran over those helpless people in a parade, how evil, huh? They want him to be let go. They dropped him down for running over his own kid or whatever, something like a $1,000 bail or his mother or his mother of his child or whatever it was. He'd already used his car as a weapon. $1,000 bail. He got out again and then he wasn't done yet. He was going to run down the entire parade. Well, you know, he was told to do it, obviously, because, you know, the people that are very evil in the Biden administration who run these false flag attacks and all this stuff, uh, you know, they were there in Trump's administration, too, without Trump even knowing about it. But, yeah, they would simply, you know, somebody from either CIA, FBI, something would go to this guy, whatever his name is, and say, okay, do your thing, run those people over. You know, because they probably have a deal with him to let him out of jail. So he says, okay, and he runs him over. But never think that wasn't part of the Biden administration. The Biden administration ran the people over as vengeance against the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. That's why they did it. This guy was just the, the, the means. He was told to do it, and he did it. He he probably there's he'd never done anything like that before. He was told to do it. He did it, and they hauled him off again. And you know you watch they, they, they he's in their camp. Biden didn't like. You know, he said he would send nukes on Americans if they get uppity. Yeah, I said uppity. No, I don't mean that as a racial term. No, sorry, that's your problem, not mine. So if Americans get cantankerous, there's another one, go look it up. If they get cantankerous or upset, 
that he would use nukes and F-16s to bomb cities because of noncompliance. So I fully expect, you know, Biden to engineer a nuclear war, if he can, to try to get China and Russia and other people to do his dirty work of killing Americans, whom he hates. I cannot even believe there is 38% of the people in this country who are being killed right now who actually worship, they worship the, the, the guy that's killing them, Biden. Anyway, that's all I have to talk about politics. I mean, I've, I've you know, obviously, my entire life, looking back on it, the worst people in my life I can think of my entire life are politicians. And all they want to do is hurt Americans and steal from them. And, you know, you know what I mean? And the same thing in Australia, the same thing everywhere. They just want to hurt, maim, degrade, upset, mind control, you know. And then they want everyone to die on cue, man. Just die on cue. And the people are too stupid to know they're being killed. So the people are actually agreeing with their own murders, which makes me sick. They're actually agreeing to be murdered. They know what this is all about. Don't kid, don't give me that. They know what this is all about. Take the jab. The odds are you, you might die from the Russian roulette jab, but, uh, you know, it's your duty. Calling in a favor. You benefited a lot from this society, from the stuff we've given you, right? Nice job, nice wife, nice... Have so take the jab. It's your duty. And if you live, good. If you don't, that's your sacrifice for society. So this is a good time to be doing this, you know, documentary. I can't tell you more about it, any details about it. I just... You know, it'll it'll be there. You'll see yours truly uh, squawking away, um, along with many other expert, you know, experts in in the you know movies and whatever. So you know, it, it'll be it's going to be interesting, and it won't be that long to wait for it. I just find it interesting that this thing will be coming out now. No, I'm not going to glorify that. Oh God, it was so awful. You know. I'm a victim. Oh, it was so awful. <laughs> they were hunting me. <laughs> you know, they like to, they like, well, yeah, I'm probably not going to talk about that, but yeah, they like to hunt you. Yes, that's a real thing. They did hunt me. Fun, huh? That's like Carl, Carl written out. Yeah, they chased me. Yeah, they hunt you. They probably going to be hunting him the rest of his life. Why do they hunt you? Because you know the truth. And if you know the truth about them, they're not having it. And that's as simple as it is. And that's how you got targeted. You're, you're just, you know, you say, well, I never saw any Satanism. Well, see, that's the problem. You never saw, the, you never felt the cues. You were given plenty of cues. You were given plenty of time to get with it, to get in. But you never did it. And so now they're after you. Right? I mean, is it, if it's deeper than that, oh, please tell me. 
because it's not, and it's not harder. It's not some esoteric thing that you can't understand. Everybody understands, you know, slavery. It's just that a lot of people want to be a slave. They want to be taken care of. They want they want the universal income. But to have that universal income, millions of children a year get killed. Oh, it's okay. I just as long as I get my universal income. But it's blood money. I don't care. I want it. You know, this America should never been formed. The Indians had it first. Yeah, but before the Indians, there were other people here. Oh, no, you don't know about that. Oh, God. How did I get to know all this shit? I, you know. One guy said, well, you're in the NSA. I said, well, that must be it. They're, they're, they're beaming information into my head. They're just, this is part of my abuse. Anyway, it's it's uh, pretty clear what has to happen now. Humanity must come together, okay, to resist tyranny. Forget about COVID or the jabs, all that is part of the tyranny. Just all of it is tyranny and resist it all. If you know, you fly around now, they give you a PCR test and they, they shoot a, take your temperature, right? The next, but the, you know, right around the corner is you have to have the jab. And a lot of people I know are going to take it. I've got best friends that took it. And they're not going to take any more. But they fell for it. So falling for it, that's no sin. We understand how powerful their mind control is. But see, like I told my friend, you took it a year and a half ago, a year ago, and it never got better, did it? And he goes, nope. I said, you never got your freedom back, did you? Nope. Uh, it never ended, did it? When I told you there'd be jab after they have boosters after that. He goes, yep. But now you don't trust them. Nope. How about the celebrities all saying, get the jab. It's good. They have they show themselves getting the jab. Almost none of those are real. They're just... Uh, saline placebos to make you think they took a shot. It's all bullshit. If that celebrity is worth any money, they're not going to take a shot and, you know, and their handlers or doctors won't give it to them because they need them to make money. So they're not going, they've already, they have an investment there in those people and they need them to pay off. They're just commodity. You know, I mean, people think about entertainers like, as leaders, no. The people that run the show, think of them as cattle. That's all they are, cattle. Celebrities are just cattle. Actors are cattle. Singers are cattle. That's all they are. No, that's not my opinion. They're human beings, obviously. But that's the opinion of the you know people that run things. Yeah. They're not going to tell you that at a cocktail party. Oh, you're just cattle. You've got a little bit long in the tooth anyway. I don't know how much more money we can make out of you. You're free to go lollygag around as long as you don't say anything. Well, you know, better yet, why don't you just overdose? That way we don't have to worry about you. Spilling the beans, so to speak. Doing a tell-all book. That would not be nice, would it? 
especially if you told the truth about what's really going on, which they don't do, and they never will. So does that mean it doesn't exist? Yes, it's it's probably fiction. I just tell people, look, if you don't believe me about anything I've said, just understand I was sick, okay? It was just sickness. It's I'm still sick. Okay, now you're off. The, you don't have to think about me anymore. He says it. He admits he's just sick. He's, he's you know, mentally ill, completely mentally deranged. Just sick and filled with delusions and, you know, maybe I need deliverance. That's right. You need deliverance. You need deliverance because you're in Christ. Total believer, completely, you know, convicting people right and left, understanding that Christ is the answer to suicide, and you, you know, and totally putting forth the mystical aspect rather than the commercial, stupid, um, you know, uh, I, I, I can't even comment on it aspect, and um, you know, um, so hello, all right, folks, I hope it. Did anybody like, I feel that I was a bit vitriolic. Trish? I Man, I poured my heart into this podcast. I poured my soul into it. I poured my mind into it. Trying to get you people to stop committing suicide. Seriously. It's just wrong. It's wrong on the same level you think that it's it's for all the reasons you think about everything, it's in the same vein as that, as as the wrong thing, it's the wrong move. And I won't say anything. I could say something provocative, like better if you kill somebody else than yourself. But I won't say that because that's not right either. You know that killing is you know the bloodletting is just it's it's not the way of the peaceful warrior. It's not the way we are peaceful warriors here. We are prayer warriors. Prayer is more powerful than swords. Prayer is quantum physics at its best. Things change with prayer. And that machine I have that I was telling you about, that healing machine using frequencies, it's not that much different than prayer, right, Trish? When you think about it. But I have a quantum machine, a frequency machine that's for uh, beyond rife and all that, you know, to... to and, when I first encountered the Rife machine, it altered time and space. And I was like, whoa, man, that is, okay. This is like on that level. It totally alters your direction as a person. And um, I know that most of you out there in the chat room, you know, now there's, now there's people commenting. You know, I know you've all had these feelings that, that you know, that I, I I so understand the frustration, but we just can't afford to go there right now. I understand. Why would they pick on me? Why me? Why even be born here? I shouldn't have been here. It was a mistake to begin with. I, I should just leave. You know, I understand that. But that is not just childlike and even magical thinking. It's wrong process thinking. It's got nothing to do with reality. The reality is, I believe God when he says you were fearfully and wonderfully made. I also believe um, that there's a destiny for each person. 
I also know that if you kill yourself, then you're as if you never were, which means you, nothing happened. No, there was no, there was no you anyway. So, so that negation is not yours to 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 do. You're 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 um, spitting in God's face. I know a lot of people take the devil's deal, and they go, "I'm gonna spit in God's face," but. But as you spit, your spit is invisible, as is your face, as is your life, as is your breath, as is you. Invisible, i.e. never having been. So there is no spitting in God's face. Never happened. No one ever did it. They were gone before that opportunity, which, of course, would never happen, you know, would arise. They were gone before the sex act that gave them life. They were gone before the seed of man was ever formed. as never having been. And the net result of that is that that exit of that person never caused any kind of reflection on the topic at all. It's as if that person never was in the minds of the people around Family, friends, associates. No suicide ever happened. They're just gone. Circumstances gone. Memory gone. And I know that most people don't want to be as if they never have been because there is something they're trying to do. Every soul has something that it needs to express. And to be negated is worse than death. <laughs> Where's that fun song I like? Don't wait when I wake up. Okay, I got it. Well, Lord, I just pray the blood of Jesus over this podcast and over every single person, over every single healing that is going on, over every single person being healed from suicide, from drugs, from... Uh, any kind of self-destructiveness, Lord, that uh, you would lift them up into the light to see the truth because the truth will clearly set them free. In Jesus' name, amen. I think this will make people mad, but it's not my intention to get be involved in some way like that. I'm just letting it happen. 
letting the words come out. Not even trying to fashion anything. I'm just trying to stop the suicides. <laughs> 